Let's talk about Slalom and a movie that I particularly specifically picked because I looked at the the slate of movies coming out this week and I said, you know what? <laughs> We've got to fix this. I do not want to only watch Voyagers and Thunder Force <laughs> this week. Although I did also yeah. see Finding Francis, the Nathan for You thing. That oh, was a nice. Great. We, we, we could talk about that if you want. That's a great <laughs> little uh, serious finale movie, whatever you want to call it. From years and years ago. But yeah, no, I I was very uh, I was very very excited to push this movie on you, Slalom. Which I don't know what you think, and I, I hope you liked it. But who knows? Uh, so this is a film that was supposed to come out last year. It was supposed to be at Cannes, and I think they did eventually like release it in some stream, uh, not streaming. Um, I think they did do some like virtual things with it, and then it had more release this year through a few festivals. This is directed by Charlene Favier. This is her second film um she's done a bunch of short films she's did a documentary from like a decade ago this is her first feature length film and it is a i I called it in my review on the spool an ice cold sports drama about abuse and it has this young woman at the center of the film named liz lopez played by noia bita who is trying to become an olympic class athlete she's only 15 years old she is extremely talented and uh, at skiing and so she joins this elite ski club and over time gets into the clutches of a very overbearing coach played by jeremy renee and it's a very hard-hitting allegory about how people get into abusive situations and how it manifests in lots of different ways there's psychological abuse emotional and physical and, and all of that sort of thing and watching this movie is really difficult because most people watching it will know exactly what's about to happen. And that's not what this movie is about. It's not about whether or not something bad is going to happen, but it's about showing an audience how these things happen, why they do, why nobody does anything to stop it. And I think it's a very powerful film in that regard. I think it's beautiful. Uh, this is uh, Jan Murat, Mon- I can't say it, Jan Muratad, who shot Cuties. And I just think that his his attention to detail here, making this kind of like sort of like drama feel like a thriller, like a really high octane thriller, shooting these immaculately shot skiing scenes that feel like at any moment you're going to like crash into the powder yourself. Uh, I think this is just a visceral, beautiful, heartbreaking film. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, And it's weird to say that I enjoyed it, but enjoyed it in the sense that like cinema tends to do, like where it just wraps you up in the emotion of everything. Even though I did not enjoy what was happening to uh, this character, I I feel like this is, of the films that I saw this week, this was certainly the only one that I think is uh, honestly worth a damn. So happy happy to spread the word on it for people who are interested. But Will, what did you think of Slalom? Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree that it's not not a fun film, certainly. It's not an entertaining time at the movies um, for a lot of reasons. But um, I do agree it's the only movie of the three that we're discussing this week that I think is of any quality or merit altogether, um, despite some of the nice things I said about Voyagers earlier in the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think... By and large, like just my main takeaway was just like this is a good film. Like everything is just 
working. Like the performances are good. They're layered. They're complex. There's a lot of rich humanity that's drawn out here. Like the direction, as you're mentioning, is very precise. It, it, it has a very keenly perspective point of view. Uh, the cinematography is quite nice, quite vivid, uh, unflinching in many respects. Um, did I did I have a good time watching this? Not in the least. Um, <laughs> did I want to take a shower afterwards? I did, but unfortunately, we were recording, so I have to <laughs> do that later. So, um, but I, I do agree. I think, by and large, like just talking on the merits of the film, it's unquestionably a good film. It's as a grueling watch, that is for sure. And I think Charlene Favier, the director here, uh, really up and coming. You know, she's been in the business for a while, but I think as a feature film, per you know like person on the rise, I think that she's clearly looking at the work of Celine Sciamma. She's looking at Claire Denis and she's saying that she has something to say herself and she has a very unique sort of like filmmaking quality to her. And I think what what's unique to her is that she's just fearless. Like part of this movie is about, you know, this coach is trying to teach the main character how to be fearless or like try to like groom her into like removing her inhibition so she'll do what he wants but then the movie kind of of course zigzags into the story about how actually fear is healthy and fear is like the pretense to like being bold and being daring and doing what's difficult and i think that is how this director operates she made a film that i think a lot of people are going to have difficult reactions to and after I watched the film, I felt like I didn't fully understand what I had seen in terms of like, I, I there were points of this where I was like, did a man direct this? Because usually when some of the scenes, like there's like some graphic stuff here, they can feel exploitative when they cover the subject matter. And I was confused a little bit by like her approach. And I had to really process this movie in a good way because it kind of challenged, I think, some of the just some of the preconceptions we can have about the types of movies men make and the types of movies women make. And I think that that, that is the thing I probably like the most about this movie is that Favier had a clear idea, a clear love of the sport. And she knew exactly what she wanted to say, how to say it. And unlike some of the films we've talked about this week, the other ones, she really set out to make something important here and useful and, and helpful to society. <laughs> uh, you know, even though I, I think, Neil Berger was trying that with Voyagers, I guess. Uh, I think she absolutely nails it here. So I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's not a secret to say that the best films tend to be challenging and uncompromising in some way or another, or at least they, they're willing to be challenging and uncompromising. And like you said, uh, be fairly fearless in terms of what they're saying and what they're communicating with their films. Uh, just just generally speaking, I think that tends to work out better. I mean, it doesn't make it uh, a crowd pleaser, certainly, but um, I, I, I tend to think that's for the better with art, and this is no exception. I mean, I, I do think this is, unfortunately, a story we've seen quite a few times. Like, I don't think it's necessarily new or original in its point of view, but like you were saying, like, I think it, it is vital in that, like, it, it is so keenly focused on this young protagonist making her feel like a real character and, and, and really getting us into her perspective and understanding why she feels trapped in the situation and how she can get into the situation uh, from the beginning while also recognizing the kind of like flawed uh, perspectives and her kind of own individual flaws as a person in, in a way that I think just makes it a pretty well-rounded film. I mean, I, I guess I'm pretty general in my thoughts here because I, like yeah. you were suggesting, um, I just saw the film only a few minutes ago. So I guess as you were suggesting, I'm, I'm still kind of processing it and whether or not uh, I, I have um, more critical uh, 
or, or something I guess more critical to say about the film. But at the moment, I think generally speaking, like you're saying, it's just a good film. Yeah, and I, I would definitely want to avoid giving too much away. You know, I I think that it's very it's a little too easy to spoil parts of this movie that deserve to sort of be seen as fresh as possible because they're all about the surprise factor. But a few things that I do want to point out are include how this movie frames the coach and the things that he does, the monstrous things that he does, and just how nuanced this movie is with depicting it. I think that there, like kind of, I think you were alluding to this, but it's not like the entire dynamic is completely one-sided or that it's trying to make, make it look like she doesn't like have any sort of desire for what is going to happen. It's, but the thing is, she's too young to understand what is yeah, about or, to happen. Or right? process it beyond just exactly. kind of like a superficial sort of way. Yeah. So her reactions to the abuse and how the film frames the abuse and what this man does, how he does what he does, I think are very spot on. And they sort of bring a very chilling empathy to this character because there aren't a lot of movies that really depict this. Or even if they do, they tend to be very different. They, they t- tend to be visceral in a different way that it can feel a little bit Hollywood, I guess. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think like a film that I can think to compare this to is something like, and it's a movie I really like, maybe as much as this one, if not more, is um, Diary of a Teenage Girl, the yeah. one that um, came Absolutely. out, I think, in 2015. And that's a film that, technically a similar kind of concept, but that film has sort of a kind of more stylistic, kind of a, almost like warmer approach, for lack of a better word, uh, in terms of like getting us into the uh, flawed perspective of our main character. Whereas this movie, what I find really fascinating about it is that it's able to be very cold and clinical and have a very like clear perspective of what's happening and, and what's wrong about it. But at the same time, also get us into the understanding and perspective of the main character and recognizing how she can feel and like kind of, you know, getting like her perspective in a way that's pretty clear, but not uh, overlooking just like what's going on and, and how bad it is, if that makes sense. Like, I think that's a very tricky balance that the filmmaker pulls off really well. I, I was not expecting us to bring up two Marielle Heller films today, but I'm glad we did. <laughs> but, you know, maybe we'll talk about Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood at some point. I don't know. Hopefully not for you know this movie because that'd be that'd be bad (laughs) okay yeah i think what works about this movie compared to that one at least because because i I do really like diary of a teenage girl i think that movie though to what you're saying it plays up the romance a bit and there's a place for that kind of story because that is the experience that character is going through but this is a very different kind of thing and what's what's the focus here is is this young woman who is obviously like going through something very challenging that has nothing to do with what this coach wants out of her. It, she wants to be a great skier because she wants acceptance from her mother. Uh, she doesn't have, she has an estranged father and she sort of sees that like a connection to somebody else, uh, something that she processes is not as intimate, you know, but as more of this thing of like, just feeling close to somebody, feeling like somebody looks out for her and wants what's best for her. And this movie is about how she is exploited for that. And it, it points out how certain people look at that situation and purposely get something out of it that's just for them. And it, it's sick and it's saddening. And I'm really glad this movie exists as a, a gateway for a lot of people to better understand why these things happen, like I was saying before. So... 
yeah, ultimately, this is just a, a riveting film that's hard to watch, but uh, so, so crucial to, I think, uh, movies of this subject matter. Uh, it's definitely one of the really good ones. So I'm, I'm a big fan. I think I'm going to give this movie uh, a strong, strong B+. Uh, the, thing, the only things that I kind of knock it for are just in the ways that it plays up the isolation of the character, which makes total sense. But I do think that it, it, it kind of fails to bring about the other characters in, in any meaningful way. I, I didn't fully connect with anybody else in the film aside from maybe the girlfriend of the coach, but I think that was a little, that was kind of too little too late. I think that this movie was missing a few pieces in terms of the relationship with the mother. And I think some of the stuff that happens with the best friend and the other skiing students was kind of, it, it, it didn't sit well with me. It, it didn't really match what else was going on in the movie. And I, I get what it was going for, but I don't think all that stuff fully worked. So, and, and also I have to say that I just think this film definitely is going to be difficult to watch for a lot of people who do not want to experience like the trauma that happens in this movie. But as a movie, it's, it's, it's very, I think it's excellent. So uh, very strong B plus uh, easy recommend for me. Yeah, I mean, you uh, said a lot of things I was just about to say um, in terms of whatever criticisms I would have about the film. So I'll say... I'll give it a low B plus, mainly just because like at the end of the day, even though I do think it's a very well-made film, definitely a strong debut. I really just don't know who exactly I'd recommend it to. Like if that makes sense, like, I, I think it's like, I think it's a good film. Like I think if you're interested in it and you, you can handle the subject matter, you're going to get a worthwhile film. But like, I, I don't, like, I don't know who in my life I would say, like, you got to watch this. Like, you got to sit down and see this movie because, like, it's going to be obviously, like you're saying, very triggering for some audiences. And with others, I, I, I don't know if they're going to fully uh, appreciate what it's doing here. But if you can handle it, and, and certainly I, I think a lot of people can, I, I think it's a worthwhile film and, and certainly yeah. a well-made one. And, uh, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see where the filmmaker goes from here. Yeah, I was talking to a good friend about this movie who saw it and she was very much like definitely she had a lot of difficulty with it. it just in the sense that she just didn't understand she wasn't sure that it was really a movie that she needed to see and we were kind of talking about that same sort of thing like who is this movie for and i'm i'm kind of leaning toward myself thinking that it's it would be really helpful for men to watch this to sort of see like what effect like what effect that they can have on other people, even if it's, it's not, even if it's not a direct one-to-one -one with the situation and, you know, cause not all men do stuff like this, of course, but you know, I mean, a lot do. And I, I, one thing I do think this, I wish this movie would get into a little bit more is like the people who enable men like this. Cause I think that's a more universal message by, by and large of like a lot of men are willing to sort of be willfully ignorant to these sorts of things. This movie kind of touches on that in the sense that like, nobody seems to really hold this guy accountable for what he's doing. Nobody yeah. seems to really be keeping an eye on what's or happening. Or even notice it. Yeah. Right. It's very odd. And, and the movie kind of just sort of like makes it passes it off in a certain way that maybe it's more culturally a thing in France or, you know, maybe there's like a, a disconnect there between like America and, and France. Not, I'm not saying anything negative about France in any way. I'm just saying that like, I may not totally understand it because yeah. of the cultural differences. That's all. Sure. And even worse, like there's like the implication that like a uh, uh, one character seems to know that something's happening, but she's not really doing much to prevent right. it from happening. And, you know, that that's also pretty disturbing in a completely different way. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with that. I think I think that's certainly one of the, the key ways this movie can be vital and beneficial. But, yeah, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> I don't have a follow up to that. The only surprise I have this week, Will Ashen, the only thing that surprised me in the universe was the fact that we talked about three movies 
and we gave the same letter grade for all three. Has that ever happened? Um, I think it's happened a few other times, I think. You think so? Um, for yeah, three films. I, I know for yeah, two in I, that I, episode, but I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's happened a couple of times, but I think it tends to happen during weeks like this where it's like one film that's good and then like everything else is kind of <laughs> like forgettably mediocre. Like I, I, sure. I don't think it happens for like weeks where it's like the films are wildly dis uh, disparate in terms of like quality and tone and style. Fair um, enough. But, but um, yeah, I, I think it makes sense for the three films we're talking about this week. I'm just curious, like how many people are going to be listening to this? Maybe they've never listened to Cinemaholics and they're just like, these guys just give the same review for every, <laughs> like they don't disagree on anything. Where's the sure. fun? Where's the spice? Where's um, the, where's the, uh, the argumentation, the debate? Uh, I've, well, what's, what's a recent episode where we had a pretty heated debate. I'm trying to think. It's been a little bit since we've gotten like super heated. It's true. I mean, Shiva um, Babies, we were on the same page. Yeah. Cherry, we were on the same page. I don't know. I'd have to look at the archives, but I think things are getting a little too chummy. Yeah, even Justice League, we we're pretty closely aligned. That's that's strange to think. Who's who is changing? Who are you becoming? Are you aligning more with my tastes, or is it the other way around, or both? It's weird because hmm. it, it wasn't always like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know um yeah well what's coming out next week what 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 could what could break the chain monday i think it would break your heart um no i mean i don't i don't think i'm that closely aligned with it i'm genuinely just very curious what you're gonna think of monday even okay. if you hate the movie dislike the movie whatever like i'm just curious like because the response to that film has been all over the map and i'm certainly way more positive than other people but i would not be surprised if you dislike it but Okay. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's the one that breaks the uh, the trend. I don't know. That's when that's when we're gonna get some of this heat. Summertime. Yeah, it's gonna begin. There we go. <laughs> Summer season. That's when it gets cooking. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice, or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.